hey, it's Natasha. And it's Khalil, aka KC Nurse. And we are the co-hosts of Woken Free. Thank you, thank you, thank you for tuning in to our 13th episode of Woken Free. If you've been joining along our conversation, you know that Woken Free is all about being real and honest with each other and of course you. We're talking about anything and everything that's important to us, to you, and the world. And of course, nothing is off the table. So before we dive deep into our episode today about privilege, let's cover some ground rules. First, did you subscribe to Woken Free on iTunes, TuneIn, Stitcher, Google Play, YouTube, SoundCloud, and iHeartRadio? If not, go ahead and do so. Secondly, share this episode with your friends, your family. If you have missed some episodes, go back and enjoy the fun. And then also make sure you talk to us on Facebook, on Instagram, and Twitter at Woken Free. Each week, we like to share a little bit about us before we dive into the topic for the episode. Last week, we shared our personal gun stories. This week, we're sharing our 2017 Black Friday lessons learned. <laughs> so yes. you could start, Huns. Okay, so for this Black Friday, uh, we actually did not have an early start like we typically have done in the past. We uh, were a bit lazy with ourselves. Too much turkey, guys, right? And uh, we kind of came out after the 10 a.m. period. And I personally would have thought, ah, people came out for the doorbusters and they were going to go home around 10. Or maybe, you know, then there'd be latecomers who come. But nope, I was fooled. Uh, people come out in droves. Sales make people go mad. So don't get it twisted. Uh, even if you have a late start to your Black Friday, you will be in a line or two. Uh, what else did I learn? Also, uh, actually, sorry, retailers, you actually don't need to go in person anymore. Everything's now online. All the 50% off, all those deals are the same deals you see in person that you go and you wait in line and you sweat and you're angry for no reason. Just sit on your, like, sit at home on your couch with your computer and hopefully some leftover uh, Thanksgiving meals and uh, you're totally fine. So, uh, Old Navy, thank you for that 40-minute lesson learned. Uh, <laughs> you throwing shade their way? No, because we got some good deals. <laughs> but we definitely did not need to get that those good deals uh, standing on that very long line. Uh, um, also, you don't have to wait till Thanksgiving or Black Friday to enjoy the sales. Uh, places like Voodoo, uh, we shared the festivities way before the holiday actually began. So that's really cool that uh, businesses are now doing that. And then lastly, if you are not on your Ebates game, do not miss out on the deals. That was a big uh, lesson learned for this Black Friday that even when you're shopping, you can get some Ebates uh, money back to you. And if you don't know what Ebates is, you got to go to WokenFree.com and we'll share the link with you. I've got three tips that I've learned from this Black Friday. Tip number one, if you're not looking for doorbusters, you can go online for the exact same deals, just like you were saying. Mm -hmm. They're exactly the same. In person, you don't even get any special things that you can't get online. Mm -hmm. You used to get like something thrown at you, but now it's just the same. Mm -hmm. You might as well just shop all online for Black Friday, unless you're doing doorbusters, of course. <laughs> Second tip, Black Friday starts earlier and earlier every year. Stores start deals super early, mm -hmm. some even starting at the very beginning of the week. Mm -hmm. That kind of takes away from the actual day of Black Friday where that's when all the deals were. You can find these deals in the beginning of the week. Mm -hmm. It's kind of like Black Friday week is what, <laughs> it, what, what we get now. True. 
my third tip is the early birds get the worms or at least there are more people that shop later on in the day despite the door busters that are available early in the twilight hours just okay. as you were saying yeah all right so similar um you're going to be miserable early in the day or later in the day um, but you will have lots of goodies that you bring home. So I think, uh, didn't they say that at the height of, uh, I think on the news I heard something about there was a million dollars spent per minute or something like that? Wow, I don't remember the number. Yeah. That seems really At the height huge. of the shopping this year. But we will leave the shopping aside. Let's dive deep into the episode. Okay, so the first question I wanted to throw out was to discuss privilege, right? To be woken. Exactly. We must define it. So, Galil, how would you define privilege? I think of it as a thought that oneself is entitled to certain treatment, amenities, and or expectations from others. It is special rights available to a certain person or group. That's mm. what I think of when I think of privilege. Okay. So I came across a really interesting article on Everyday Feminism by Shion um, Ferguson that explains that we can define privilege as a set of unearned benefits given to people who fit into a specific social group. Society grants privilege to people of certain aspects of their identity. Similar to what you're saying, aspects of a person's identity can include race, class, gender, sexual orientation, language, geographical location, ability, religion, and there's others to be added to that list. Many people don't think of these different definitions when they think of privilege, but mm -hmm. yes, it is varied and and far spreading. Mm -hmm. Now, does privilege actually exist? Do you think? Mm. Uh, yes and yes, <laughs> because uh, as as defined, right, a privilege is a benefit afforded to you based on a part of who you are. So to exist means you are. To in, in depending upon what your society is or your organization that you are a part of, you're going to benefit from certain uh, traits that you may have. So if you ha if there's a privilege for race and you happen to be a part of a beneficial race, then or race that's benefited more than others, that's a privilege. If you're a part of a gender that's afforded more benefits than others, that's a privilege. So yes, uh, there are a myriad of ways that people are privileged. And I think it's delusional to think that you live in a world where you aren't like where you're not being privileged in some way or form, because I definitely know I, we hear about it over and over when people are being disadvantaged. Right. We hear those squeaky wheels. So, like, don't get it twisted. There's also privileged benefits that's happening. I think you're right. It's just hard to show like concrete evidence, mm -hmm. because how would you actually measure that in terms of racial privilege? Uh, the New York, the New Yorker article. The Origins of Privilege by Joshua Rothman discusses the origin of privilege, the original definition, mm -hmm. which started with W.E.B. Du Bois writing about the psychological wage that enabled poor whites to feel superior to poor blacks in the 1930s. Mm -hmm. He goes on to mention in 1988, Peggy McIntosh wrote a paper called White Privilege and Male Privilege, a personal account of coming to see correspondences through work in women's studies, mm -hmm. which contained 46 examples of white privilege. Two of those examples were, number 21, I'm never asked to speak for all of the people of my racial group. Mm -hmm. Another example, number 24, I can be pretty sure that if I ask to talk to the person in charge, I will be facing a person of my race. So this was directly from Peggy's paper. I think mm. some of these examples can resonate with many people and give them an idea of why privilege or mm -hmm. how privilege could actually exist. 
Okay, so we'll definitely include the links to this on WokenFree.com so people can check out the article as well. But uh, I do disagree maybe with your statement of how can it be evidenced or measured. Uh, I think you look at numbers, right? So if you, it, it would depend, if you take the approach of assessing this from a scientist perspective, right? And you say, okay, well, how can you prove privilege? Well, if your hypothesis is that, say, women are afforded more teaching jobs than men, then you look across the schools and you can either do a small cross cut of a certain area or you can do across the country or whatever your geography is. And you can measure the number of people who have something versus someone who does it. And then you could hypothesize and then possibly have evidence of, uh, well, yes, there's a privilege to being a female and having higher chances of being hired in an educational role to men. The hard part about that is isolating other outside factors, mm -hmm. sort of like the socioeconomic state of where that person lives, their background in terms of who they know connections there's other factors that but come on a up. larger scale though i mean i think everyone i mean that i definitely have heard that in the working circle that women tend to have higher rates of being hired as a teacher than men right yeah but how is that is, is that, that would be the privilege of your gender in that is, environmental is, in that, that, is it always the gender though or is it just were they raised to go towards that career path well, no we're talking about the outcome not not the leading to it right but i mean i don't know I, but how do you separate the two is my question how do you separate well, privilege we're talking because, about could it, could, could it be because society pushes women towards teachers i mean i think when we when you're talking about privilege you're talking about the benefit of something so the outcome it's an outcome analysis not the pre like determination of it but like on an outcome basis if you know certain people have more money than others then you would look at the assessment and like is that in fact true or not not necessarily i mean i don't that, know that that's fine so if somebody has more money and they're able to buy more stuff that's mm -hmm. that's easily that can be measured you, seen and agreed upon yeah but if somebody's of two, if two people of two different genders apply for a job and With the, the same one person gets and, it yeah can you really say that due to the privilege of gender that's why this person got the job. Well, because there's certain there's certain biases that come with a privilege, right? So in the women man scenario for schools, women are afforded like being a woman, it's easier to get a job because there's less like I think that there's a the, kind of a stigma of like men potentially being more um I don't want to say untrustworthy, but like um just like because of the 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 sexual uh, uh, situations that have happened in schools, I think that people assume that you're less likely to have that issue when you have a female teacher, even though that has been proven to <laughs> not be true either. But it's a complex situation. I think we will keep it moving because we could probably debate that over and over you again. You got a lot more to go through. <laughs> Okay, so you audience, if you want to chime in, definitely send comments on WokenFree.com on the Comment Us page. But our the next question I wanted to pose is, are most people privileged? What do you think? I think yes, most people are afforded some form of privilege, regardless of if it's a group of people that are the majority or minority in society. They can be privileged and act on the expectation that they deserve special treatment of some sort. Mm -hmm. A classic majority group that is shown to be privileged, especially in media, are, you guessed it, Americans. Ding, ding, ding. Many Americans feel that their country is the best <laughs> to ever have existed. I mean, Americans do have the largest GDP in the world, so they often come off culturally insensitive when visiting other countries 
or talking to certain groups of people. Just look to YouTube and the news to see Americans behaving badly. Celebrities are actually a great example of a minority group of people who expect special treatment. Mm -hmm. When certain singers are backstage at their concert that they were two hours late for, they expect all the food and drink to be laid out about and ready for easy consumption. Otherwise, all hell shall break loose. Who are you throwing shade at, Khalil? All those singers <laughs> who, who call themselves designated divas. Ouch, ouch. You're feeling very loosey-goosey this evening. Okay. Uh <laughs> well, I'm just saying how it is. I'm not saying if it's wrong or right. Mm -hmm. More power to them, but they do definitely expect a certain sort of treatment when they're backstage. Okay, so when you become a famous artist, that you definitely have to stay humble. <laughs> I listen to Kendrick Lamar. I respect yes, it. Yes, Kendrick. We love you, Kendrick. Hold up, hold up. Be humble. <laughs> Be humble, guys. The lesson from Woken Free every day. Um, okay, so in this article I came across on Fresh You, they actually really break down the, the privileges to eight different types of privileges. I don't know if we'll have time to go through all of it. First, I'll lay out the categories that you talk about. Race and ethnicity, sexual orientation, gender and gender identity, finances, disability, religion, citizenship, and then educational level. So on the race thing... Uh, and they point to all these different articles. I'll share the, uh, the link on WokenFree.com so that you guys can check the source. But it's, uh, it's interesting. So with racial issues, they mentioned the huge problem. It's a huge problem in the U.S. Ding, ding, ding. Uh, according to a U.S. news article that they pulled from, uh, less than 60% of non-black people believe that black people are less intelligent than white people. That's a stat that you, can, you will click on to read yourself. And it's uh, also more likely for a convicted white man to be hired over a black man with no criminal record, again, wow. according to this article. So that, that privilege that they're talking about is racial privilege, right? And the idea that people, all races are not treated equally in this country um, and across the world, if <laughs> you probably do the stats. Yeah. Uh, so there's the privilege of being a part of the majority and then the, the privilege of what that majority group affords and the likelihood of, yeah, having less criminal issues and all that good stuff. Sexual orientation. That one I think is very clear cut. Right when you grow up, the article mentions that straight people are considered right norm in our society, which is not okay. And I can't wait till that changes, till everyone's entitled to define themselves and their sexuality as they want. Uh, but why is it that uh, if you're not straight, you have to come out, and that experience has to be like out for the public? Versus heterosexual people don't have to walk around being like hey there, I'm heterosexual, like, but why are non-heterosexuals required to have to do that? So the privilege of your sexual orientation allowing you to just be defined as quote-unquote normal versus people who are different have to have this other uh, kind of very terrifying experience happen. Yeah, that could be a whole other episode talking mm -hmm. about why do people have to come out of the closet yeah why is it out of the closet don't exactly. you keep skeletons in your closet that's exactly that's why term. why are people of different sexual orientations not treated the same so there's definitely clear-cut privilege there between straight and non-straight gender and gender identity right uh hello 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 women are still not earning the same per dollar uh, for the same work i think it's about 78 cents right to the dollar for... now, this is a this is a measurable thing mm -hmm. this is something that you can at least take a you can do like a, a survey and kind of see 
that there is a discrepancy when it comes yeah. to gender between uh, men and women. And there's a privilege that men are afforded for the same work uh, against women who do it and they get paid more, so it's not cool. Finances. So uh, uh, there's a, a reporting in uh, Huffington Post about more than 45 million people or 14.5% of all Americans live below the poverty line. So the privilege of having to not be poverty strucken versus the poverty strucken people. That uh, there's privileges that- These statistics can't be true now with our new political power in play. You're funny as hell. <laughs> I'm just saying, it's gonna change. Okay, so the powers that be have what types of businesses? Businesses to give these people jobs. Okay. Keep them off the streets. Okay. Let's see. After eight years, then we'll see what the true impact is. Do not have the government coming for us, Galil. I'm not. I'm saying the only great things about them. Exactly. Exactly. Sarcasm alert. You can call it that, but if I'm right in eight years, then it'll just be the truth. It'll be facts. Rah, rah, rah. Bravo, bravo, White House, bravo. Clap it up. <laughs> so there's also what? The, the There's hate crimes and there's shame placed on the disabled. Uh, so there's a privilege of non-disabled bodies against disabled bodies. We don't see them uh, highlighted in certain campaigns. They're not included in um in a lot of what in we media. do in society yeah right we don't you know have that on our news stations we don't have people in you know so again what's the let's be real with each other about the privilege of being able-bodied versus disabled-bodied and that's both. <laughs> you gotta do something about that religion and i thought this was an interesting that fresh you mentioned the largest religions attacked in hate crimes are judaism islam and ethnic religions uh, you know, I would want to look a little bit more ethnic into religions. Oh. I know. I don't that, know what that means. That's a phrasing I, I from really the article. Don't. Yeah. Um, again, there. But even if you take a step back and you think uh, macro, not micro, uh, you know, there are religions that are targeted more, and that would mean that there's a privilege for religions who are not targeted over privilege over the re religions who are targeted. So there's privilege there yeah. uh citizenship of because we mentioned the great powers that be right there's a privilege to being a u.s citizen over not and being undocumented or you know yeah all of that and there's a lot of financial and employment ties that come to that are attached to whether you're born and raised here or not and uh that's a that's a big privilege issue and then education which i think you and me both take for granted right if you have a college degree there's privileges that come attached with having a college degree going and getting a graduate degree and there's privileges for the fact that there's certain opportunities that other people are totally x out of because they just don't even have that starting point point. and when people get these degrees they usually have I don't want to say an error about them, but sometimes they do. Like, you get a degree and you kind of feel like, hey, I'm smart. Uh, yes. And you might actually show that when talking to other people. You, not on purpose. You know, you're more educated, so okay. you may speak different now. You might use certain words that you weren't using before that's mm -hmm. not in, like, the common lexicon. So <laughs> you can really throw off some other people, which mm -hmm. is kind of like having a privilege over them. Absolutely. absolutely. I mean, because you can't undo that, right? Like, yeah, I think you can't. After we went to... Penn State. Penn State. Yes. Um, you know, you, you think different. You can't undo your background. So, you know, and then when I went on to get my graduate degree at New York Law School, you know, I became, a, 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 again, a more advanced, a different type of person. So 
uh, yeah, you can't you can't help the privilege that becomes a part of you because it is you. Do people know that they are privileged? <laughs> if not, can they subconsciously act like they have it? I think a lot of people don't take the time to acknowledge their privileges. I think it's, again, we are, our brains are hardwired to be negative. You can look it up. Uh, negative experiences are more meaningful in our brain than positive ones. And I think that people forget the privileges every day that they have to have their jobs, to be able to live where they live, to be able to develop the relationships that they have. Where that other people, whether it's locally, nationally, or internationally, do not have. So I think that people are delusional, and uh, no, so yeah. they they don't they don't think about it. <laughs> yeah, people may not know why they are privileged or how they obtain that privilege, but they can definitely act on it. Mm -hmm. Just think of a sheltered rich princess who has multiple maids, cooks, assistants, etc., at her beckoning call. Every time she shops, she just points to the items she wants, and they appear in her closet. This woman has rich privilege, which doesn't allow her to even conceive how to pay for goods and services, let alone bring the items back to her home. I don't think she was taught rich privilege, but she learned it just by growing up around it mm -hmm. and being catered to. It became an expectation of hers to ask and have things appear. Ask and it is given, literally. I'm mad that you came for like a rich princess, though. Like you, <laughs> you could have used in your example a man, right? Like I could have done. I could have done. Why a rich she prince. have to be the woman who doesn't know how to? All she wants to do is shopping. She could have been rich and like well, she, she into traveling to Mars or something. Like. Yeah, she could travel exotic <laughs> locations like yeah. the bottom of the ocean or something. Exactly. She, she has like an expensive three million dollar sub. I don't exactly. know. Exactly. Keep it real. It's possible. That's just that's just what came to mind. Okay. Uh, is it possible not to use your privilege? Really, it's not because besides it being ingrained in your head mm -hmm. and being natural, sometimes people will just treat a person a certain way based on visual perception of that person. Mm -hmm. You know, they'll look at your race and you'll just automatically have that privilege card based mm -hmm. on that. Certain bars will treat clientele of different backgrounds disparagingly. Yep. But be kind and polite to people of their same background that they'd never, ever met in their entire life. In this way, when you interact with people, your privilege will be used even if it is not provoked by the individual. Mm, interesting. I completely uh, agree. I think that our experiences help to mold and evolve who we are. And uh, kind of what I mentioned before, you can't undo your past. It happens. And it's, it's you know, it's a part of our existence and i think that you uh as you said even if you're not invoking your privilege other people will invoke it and there will be things that happen to you because of the mere existence of your privilege is privilege harmful to society mm -hmm. has it had a positive effect i definitely would say it's a double-edged sword so uh, i'm happy to have the privilege of education i'm happy to have the privilege of growing up middle class. I'm happy to have had the privileges and opportunities to travel and to spend time with people of different cultures. But uh, the the not having the privilege of uh, being allowed into certain things because I'm not a part of a certain group or not a, of a certain wealth category, those are the disadvantages that I don't like. And I think that everyone can you can name the pros and cons of what the privileges you're happy to have and then the disadvantages you don't like. So overall, I think uh, kind of like what your mom says, there are no good, there, there are no good or bad things. It's just contrast in this world. I think that it's not a matter of good and bad. I think what we have to do is focus on being very real, right? Let's be woke and free about it and let's really 
understand when people are benefiting in their life from a privilege and when there are too many disadvantages uh, kind of geared to certain groups and it's a consistent disadvantage, then we as a society have to take a step back and be like, okay, guys, this is bull, right? So the whole issue, what we were talking about, sexual orientation, there shouldn't be a privilege of being straight versus not straight. That's bullshit. We're, it's 2017. Get it together, guys. Uh, same thing for people who are trans. Like any type of differentiation uh, that's a, a kind of being more to the forefront of our society, people have to take a step back and say, certain privilege, let's cut this bullshit and move on. It's really hard to say allotting others special treatment is okay. Mm -hmm. Even though some people will need special treatment, it's not always necessary nor fair to others. Just because you are of a poor background doesn't mean you shouldn't be treated with the same respect as a Fortune 500 CEO. Mm -hmm. I think educational privilege gives people a certain air about themselves, like I was saying earlier, mm -hmm. which they need to be cognizant of because it makes it all the more easier to belittle others and not respect their ideas or opinions. And I still think that is not okay. Absolutely. I hope everyone listening really hears that because we have talked about this as well. It's been mind boggling to me, the amount of people that are afforded certain privileges in their life and they then put that in how they interact with people and speak to people like they're crazy. And <laughs> meaning too much sass, unnecessary sass. Let's be humble. Listen to the song, guys. Be humble. Will privilege ever go away? When transcendence happens and we are all uploaded to the hive mind, it could go away. But even then, certain minds will have privilege over others. That's due to their mind being in the thousands of petabytes and containing more knowledge than the rest. The best we could do is not actively disregard whatever privilege it is that we have and try to see the other person's point of view during interactions and so forth, even if they are part of a larger hive mind. Okay, so can you break down hive mind for people? <laughs> Yeah, so hive mind, let's think of it kind of like a, a big computer that holds all the information in the world. This computer, though, is different because instead of just holding information, it holds the knowledge of people and people's feelings, emotions, and everything that makes up your mind. Any, mm. any thoughts and memories you have, that would be contained in this one computer mm. or a giant server, as other people know it as. You're not watching sci-fi movies anymore. <laughs> I'm telling you, transcendence. I can't. The one with um, what's his name, Captain Sparrow, right? Johnny Johnny Depp. Yes, Johnny Depp. Yes. Uh, I still have to watch that movie. I can't. Yeah, it's it's predicting a future that definitely can come as long as humans survive. Then We're gonna we'll actually get die to that point. and put our minds in a computer. We won't be flesh and blood anymore. Oh we'll just gosh. be bites and bits. Here we go, Matrix. Zeros and ones. Here we go. We'll be able to have anybody we want will live forever technically have anybody we want what the hell are you talking about well, well i mean i mean literally like body so i mean like a metal body oh, or like okay. kind of like a bot not not a person I'm, okay i'm saying body as in kind of show is this? we can have bodies made for us we can have metallic bodies made or silicon okay. bodies whatever whatever floats our boats you're too crazy we can have ten thousand copies of ourselves what it'll be hell? interesting Okay, no, privilege is not going away. 
Uh, my reason isn't so scientifically. All sorts of craziness you just mentioned. <laughs> um, <laughs> I just think that un unless we were all the same, then you, as long as there's difference in the world, then that's when privilege becomes afforded because the powers that be decide what is valuable, what is not valuable, what is uh, higher in value than what's not in value. So uh, unless we as a society decide to you know, we go divergent style. And even in divergence, that's that's that whole point of that whole show and book, that the, the difference scares people radically and it makes people act in really horrifying ways sometimes, um, more times than I think we would like to see. With difference comes privilege. And until you decide to change your mindset, then it's never going away. Scenario time, scenario time. What are we gonna talk about this time? Scenario one. A woman walks into a bar and sees it's quite empty. There are pictures on the wall of powerful females throughout time. Before getting a drink, she runs to the bathroom and notices the men's bathroom has a large red X through the sign and a mad face below it. She thinks nothing of it and uses the bathroom where she sees the words droves over bros etched on the back of the stall. When she exits, she sees a group of females have entered and offer to buy her a drink. She obliges and chats with them for half an hour. The bar is really starting to fill up now, and she thinks her friend John should join her, since he likes lively crowds. Should she call John to join in on the fun? What do you think? I'm very confused by this scenario. <laughs> what do you mean by the droves over, like, what are you saying? Droves over bros. It's just like females over bros. Oh, so I chicks just... over... Yeah. Yeah, but it's, this is a nicer... <laughs> this is definitely a nicer way to put it. Sorry, guys. I'm a bit crass. You're essentially saying this is like a pro chick, like sisterhoods are us, girls run the world, which we know, uh, kind of a joint. I think. Listen, oh yeah. Yes. So if joint, if John can join in the fun and he enjoys being around really confident, really women who are all about celebrating other women then yeah, have fun. But if he's gonna feel uncomfortable about that type of environment, which if he does, he needs to check himself because women empowerment is phenomenal, uh, you know, then don't It's really come. women's empowerment when you write something like droves over bros and you put a red X through the men's sign. I think that I think it's funny that when women want to celebrate each other, it becomes like problematic when we have so many institutions literally designed for men to empower each other. And it's all about men and no one thinks twice about it. Well, I do. Whenever I go to those places, I take any of the manly objects and I quickly dispose of them, replacing them with females that were prominent. Lies, history. lies and fairy tales. Everyone lies and fairy tales. Mm -mm. Let's get on to the next scenario. Mm-hmm. Roy is picking up some new threads for his totally awesome trip next week. He walks into a retail store where he grabs four items he likes and drops them into a sales associate's arms, telling the associate, you can bring those to the register for me. I got a few more items to grab. He grabs the remaining things and drops them into the hands of another sales associate. What? Is, is Roy's voice not working for you? Uh, not unless he's on Family Guy. <laughs> 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 you sound like the baby. <laughs> well, Roy is not greeted, nor given direct eye contact to either of the associates, but they both notice that he's an Instagram celebrity with 500,000 followers. Was what Roy did right? Should the associates confront him so he doesn't continue this behavior? 
So first of all, everyone recognized the scenarios coming for the privilege of uh, richness, it seems like, and I guess the privilege of like, ooh, I'm a celebrity, like Instagram, social media influencer. Um, I think that this is an interesting scenario because most likely if that sales associate confronts him, he he or she potentially could uh, lose their job because if that that shopper complains to the manager, the manager might side with the 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 Instagram celebrity because they might say, hey, you know, the person could say, hey, I'm gonna snap a picture on my thing. You know, why would the manager kind of con go against <laughs> the influencer versus their so sales associate? But I yeah. do think that there's there's a couple of things. So the sales associate needs to make the determination if they're willing to put their job at risk uh, to to kind of defend themselves and and do the right thing, which is to to let people know that you need to be humble and uh, not expect people to, to come to your beck and whim because you decide that you want someone's help, uh, then go ahead and have fun with that. But then also, I do think you should have a sign in the front that says, bring your items to the front to purchase. Wow. Because maybe that's not obvious and clear. So this sign needs to be made crystal clear then, right? It needs to be written in 13 different languages. It has to have ASL. It's got to have different types of sign languages going on symbols you pictures can put it might even have a pamphlet you that can you can put hand in, out. in egyptian um hieroglyphics yes. do whatever it takes so then that Kanji. way there are notifications people have been notified there's constructive notice maybe you should have a horn that just blasts bring your items to the front as soon as it detects motion i mean okay well how would you answer the scenario for me, it'd probably be a knee-jerk reaction, and I'd just tell the guy, look, you need to take your stuff to the front. I work here, but I'm not your servant, so please treat me with some dignity and some damn respect. Okay. Okay, Malcolm X. Okay. <laughs> and I'd be promptly taking off my name tag and handing it right to my associate or to the manager who was standing right behind me while I gave that speech to the customer. Not collecting that unemployment check. <laughs> the customer isn't always right. Sadly, that's true, guys. Um, but even if you're this Instagram celebrity bot, yeah. I mean, also an alternative way is to maybe say, "Hey, celebrity Instagram person, I'm happy to help with you. Let's take us, let's snap a picture, and then put it on your own Instagram." And again, people love to be complimented. Maybe that Instagram person might be like, "Oh, well, that's cute." And then that's a good idea. You could do that. You know, maybe kind of again, you can never be kind enough. You can never stroke people's ego enough. Let's problem solve and not always see everything as a problem, but how can you make the situation work for you? Scenario three. A local politician has come from a late night fundraising event and ends up driving directly in front of you. After a couple of stoplights, you notice the car weaving towards oncoming traffic. This continues for two miles, and of course the car is going the same direction as you. Do you dial emergency services or just try and flag the car down because this could be a career ender for that politician? So this is a hard one because this is the privilege of kind of driving drunk and people thinking that that's acceptable behavior, the privilege of being a politician. Um, I think that at the end of the day, because of so much loss that we have suffered in this society from drunk driving and distracted driving and people who are completely not giving a damn when driving, it's not okay to drive and to risk the lives of other people. This is not a PSA, but it's a real statement. People die every day, guys. So 
Uh, you, you're not a car wrangler, so I think that you should probably just call the emergency service, but don't feel like you always have to. For the people out there who want to make phone calls when they see someone speeding, you know who you are. Um, <laughs> They're a part of the Justice League, I guess, right? Exactly. Their superpower is the dial numbers at the speed of light. Yes, I'm throwing shade your way. Like, you know you, who who you are. Definitely going above and beyond the mm. call of duty. That is not necessary. Let people be efficient. Uh. <laughs> but getting back to this, yeah. this scenario, the politician is actually really good at his job, mm. or his or her job. We don't know if it's a female or male. Okay. But, so does that make it even a harder decision on what you do next? Um, no, because it only takes one incident to kill someone. It only takes one incident to harm someone else. And despite being potentially a really great politician, but they just had like an off night, that off night is can't be afforded in our society. If you cannot, um, you know, if you have an event to go to and you get wasted, you have to take Uber or Lyft. There's too many services out here who are happy to take your money and take you take your drunk behind home. Mm-mm. Yeah, you can just Uber <laughs> at the end of the day, really. Shout out to Uber. So we are at that time again. Oh my gosh, we have had too much fun and too much uh, laughter and also too much shade. <laughs> Throw people's way for shade, shade, shade. Yes, all day. What is it? The tea is hot. Yes, and it's hot on our thirteenth episode 13. of Yep, woke Woken. and free. What were we talking about in this episode? A lot, but all within the realm of privilege and how we are all privileged and it's not going away and we need to be real, real woke and free about it and recognizing when things need to be assessed and uh, addressed in our lives. But as per usual, I always have to ask, will I leave you hanging for what our next episode will be about? On our next episode, we will be talking all about Bitcoin. Mm-hmm. What is Bitcoin? How did it get here? Will it stay here? <laughs> will we even ask any of these questions? <laughs> to find out, follow us on social media to follow along in the conversation and make sure you tune in next week for Woken Free Wednesday to join the conversation at www.wokenfree.com. And if you want to be a guest on the show, we want to have you submit a topic about uh, what you want to talk about for an upcoming episode if you want to be in your feelings about something we've said share those feelings with us on our contact us page at wokenfree.com and we are very active on social media i'm not lying come on come find us you hit us up on facebook instagram twitter at wokenfree if you didn't already subscribe please do share the episode And make sure you come back to join the conversation every Wednesday for Woken Free Wednesdays. Till next time.